0: Father, I just pray, Lord, right now that you'll tune us into you. Speak through me. Everything needs to be spoken. And help us have eyes to see and ears to hear. Let your word go forward and accomplish everything you sent it forth to do. Bless this time. Speak through me. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Are we ready, brother? All right. Just real quick, let me encourage you that are going to be altar workers that have a call to that. Last week we talked about being humble and teachable being submitted to authority that's huge okay that's that's really the number one but the second thing is is let me strongly encourage you the bible says to avoid even the appearance of evil i want you to give me your best ear because those of you that desire to be in any type of a ministry position working with youth working on the praise and worship team altar ministers or anything else you got to understand that we've got to be willing to embrace the responsibility of the fact that people are going to be looking at us. You understand that. And I know that God has called all of us to a holy pure life, okay? But I do realize that there may be some personal convictions here and there and that's between you and God and and you know, but the apostle Paul was dealing with this issue. And he dealt with the issue of eating meat sacrificed to idols and he had a very strong conviction that you could just pray over food and it would be consecrated. I agree with Paul about that. But there were other people that really felt that it was a sin to eat it, regardless of whether you prayed or not. And listen to what Paul said. He said, and I'm paraphrasing this, but this is what he said. He said, I will become a vegetarian if I have to, as long as to not make somebody else stumble. That's, that's quite a statement, and he meant it, okay? He really meant that. I'm telling you, if you have personal convictions or whatever... You need to be very wise about what you post on Facebook. You need to be very wise about where people see you going in and out of and what you're doing, what you're saying. I'm just telling you, you know, you may be innocent, but it may look evil. You're sitting at a table, and it may be something from work, and you're sitting there, and other people have beers all around them. I mean, you may just be there from work or something on your way home, just talking to people for five minutes. But that picture goes up on Facebook. How does that look? You see what I'm saying? You you may not you obviously didn't drink, but I'm just saying it doesn't look right, and you got to be careful. When our dear sister Michelle, you guys remember, and she was working with Sandy on some things, we were just having a party. we were playing some board games. What was it like? Taboo and different stuff. And I love this story because she was um, we were playing just some different games, card games or whatever. But she told it. She told. She said, "Listen, please don't put any pictures of me." on the internet playing these cards because I don't want it to look like I'm gambling, which of course she wasn't, but she that's wisdom. You hear me, that's wisdom. You want to avoid the appearance of evil, live above reproach, and this is a big deal. Younger Christians see you coming out of a movie that, that has a lot of foul language or garbage. It doesn't send the right message, I'm just telling you. You gotta be careful. All right. Philippians 2:15, so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation then you will shine among them like stars in the sky God's wanting us to be pure and holy but he's wanting us to avoid even the appearance of evil it's one thing to live pure and holy but it's another another thing to think in your mind I've got to be real careful about how things even look you see what I'm saying all right I think I made that point but I, I really am strong on that because people that are up here on the worship team, I know they live right. They wouldn't be up here, and they have good hearts for God. But nonetheless, I tell, I'm telling them too, we've got to make sure that we avoid any appearance of anything that doesn't even look right. All right, so let me tell you one more thing, and we'll cut this thing off now tonight. I'm just doing little quick nuggets. But number two is this. To minister, you have to have a prayer life. Let me say that again. To minister, you have to have a personal prayer life. You know, if I take a blender at home, And I refuse to plug that blender into a wall socket. I just refuse. I'm not going to do it. But yet I'm going to dump all this fruits and veggies and stuff in that blender. And I'm determined that I'm going to make a smoothie without plugging it into the wall. What do you think it's ever going to work? How are you and I, and I'm saying this to me just as much as you, how in the world am I supposed to minister if I have not spent time with the Lord, my source? I don't have anything of myself there's nothing that I can do for anybody of any value the only thing I can do is spend time with him and get filled up with him and then he he releases that okay so I'm just telling you that if you plan on working in the altars you and I both we have to spend time in personal prayer you're gonna have to develop a personal prayer life so have personal times of worship and prayer at home you on your own study the scriptures soak you you know you want to pray for people and the power of the Holy Spirit touched them and some of them will fall out and and, you know you're believing God that they're gonna be under the power soaking in that glory of God just really saturated with his presence you know how that's gonna happen is if that's happened to you you see a lot of times when I'm having a personal prayer time on say Saturday during the day part of that time is just to soak in the Lord and listen. And as I lay there a lot of times I just feel the Lord pouring into me and then I'll feel that same thing released that night if that makes sense so it's got to be a receiving giving but don't go by feelings because sometimes I don't feel much but God will still show up and move I'm not trying to get you to focus on feelings but I'm just making a point that there's a relationship aspect of being intimate with the Lord and live out a life where you're quick to repent if you do stumble and make a mistake stop and repent then don't wait three days for it to become a major issue anytime a christian sins in any way you really should excuse yourself off to the restroom right then and get it right with god i'm serious if you're driving down the road you ought to pull the car off the road and be like lord forgive me right now i was wrong wash me cleanse me get it done immediately also go deeper in your personal cleansing you know, on your personal personal life, the communion table, anointing with oil. If you feel you've been defiled in any way and you need to get water baptized again, don't be ashamed of these things. It's important. Pastor Kilpatrick, pastor of the Great Brownsville Revival, all those years, and he said he would anoint himself with oil before. And he he said I would anoint my tongue before I preached and gag every time. You know, and uh, but I'm serious. But he he consecrated himself. We've got to consecrate ourselves get alone with god take the communion table with god anoint yourself and and get consecrated in your own personal time and walk free from any childish offenses or unforgiveness if somebody offends you that trust me it happens to everybody you know it happens to everybody just learn to just throw it off and just don't let it stick in what's the southern saying stick in your crawl you know don't let it get a hook don't let it become something in you okay and then put on the whole armor of god realize that when you're praying for people you're going to war i'm just telling you this this is not a joke and those some people they they have demonic things in their life and those things hate you and you better not play around with it i mean you need to put on the armor you need to be going into battle and let me tell you a quick story about that there was a woman of god that was ministering in another country and somebody had called her on the phone and basically just cussed her out and just went off on her she was trying to calm the lady down didn't work anyway she had to hang up the phone and get off of it she just kind of just let it go and went to minister and when she came back she felt extremely sick after ministering and really felt oppressed and whenever her and her husband were praying about it the lord revealed to them that she had a hole in her armor because she was offended and hurt by that lady before she ministered. And she kind of had an unforgiveness issue there. And so there was a hole in her armor. Remember that phrase, because you can have a hole in your armor. You can still put on the armor, but if you've got an offense, and unforgiveness, you can have a hole. And Benny Hinn has the wisdom before he does crusades. He said that he avoids any unnecessary contact with people that could hurt him before he ministers because he was saying there were times he would come out of his hotel and just be going down an elevator and somebody would say something really rude to him they didn't like him you know and then he would have to deal with that way he's trying to go minister so just guard your heart guard yourself use wisdom when you go to minister if there if there's people maybe relatives or friends or co-workers that have a tendency to do things that hurt you or whatever Maybe trying to avoid that right before you minister. You see what I'm saying? And make sure there's no holes in your armor. And the last thing is just come under the blood of Jesus every day. Rodney Howard Brown said something I love. He said, I paint myself from head to toe in the blood every day. I paint myself. Remember, I like that word, paint, because it makes a picture in your mind of you just painting. Lord, I bring the blood over my mind, over my eyes, over my ears. I'm painting myself with the blood of Jesus right now. And he just goes down and covers himself and his family in the blood. Isn't that powerful? Every day, every day, we need to put the blood of Jesus over our lives fresh every day. So Lord, I thank you for this word. We want to be holy. We want to avoid the appearance of evil and we want to be great warriors for you that don't have holes in our armor, but our armor is clean in Jesus' name. I thank you for it now. Amen. If you could go ahead and kill recordings. And Lord, tonight in this awesome prayer meeting, I thank you. We believe together. We thank you. We believe we receive right now every prayer request that's been offered up. We believe right now. Y'all agree with me? Lord, we believe.